midterms, uh, midterms for those with calendars, uh, are just seven months away. And the culture wars are, of course, raging in anticipation of the votes. Ground zero for the culture wars is Florida, a.k.a. America's mullet. <laughs> Florida has focused heavily in the last couple of years on withholding knowledge from children. For instance, uh, they passed something called HB7, which prohibits any teaching that could make students feel they bear personal responsibility for historic wrongs because of their race, color, sex, or national origin. Okay, but it's really hard to tell the story of America without talking about historic wrongs. What is history class in Florida going to be like now? Okay, today, kids, we're going to learn about uh, that in 1492, Columbus sailed the ocean blue, blah, blah, blah. The new Batman is now streaming on HBO Max. <laughs> Come and get your diplomas. And the... This censorship... This uh, official censorship isn't just affecting history class, because this weekend, we learned that Florida rejected 41% of new math textbooks. At least, they think it's 41%. For some reason, <laughs> they suck at math. <laughs> so, why the war against arithmetic? Well, the Florida Education Department explained that reasons for rejecting textbooks included references to critical race theory, which the Florida legislature says includes theories that distort historical events. What explains the updated unit on division? A house divided against itself. Hey, that's two houses. Nice. <laughs> Florida officials did not name the rejected textbooks, nor provide samples of passages that failed to meet the criteria, but described the review process as transparent. <laughs> Well, I guess they also banned dictionaries, because that's not what transparent means. <laughs> and while the banned books... Sure. Doesn't make any sense, does John? Yeah. Some things just based on make sense. While the banned books remain a mystery, here at The Late Show, we have received a copy of a newly approved Florida math problem. Congressman Matt Gates and two friends have 10 ounces of cocaine. There are 12 people at the party. Three of them are girls under 18. What should he call it on the Venmo transaction? Mm -hmm. School supplies. The correct answer is school supplies. This is The Bridge Summers Show. Online at thebridgesummershow.com. WWNN. Hi, everybody. This is Britt Summers broadcasting live from a state of creeping fascism. Uh, Well, I shouldn't say creeping. It's here. I think 26 states are falling victim to fascism, but we're we're way ahead of the pack with this uh, turd that we have for a governor. This insane authoritarian turd who wants to ban math books. You heard me right, friends. He wants to bur- he wants to ban and probably burn math books. <laughs> Yes, that that music you're hearing beneath me is the uh, World War II Nazi book-burning march. Actually, it was before World War II. It was in the 30s when the Nazis were burning books in Germany because they taught things like, oh, I don't know, history? And now this little dick tater somehow came up with some weird thing. What was it? Uh, Oh, math books teach critical race theory. 
Which again, again, because we don't have any media out there. CRT is not being taught anywhere. It never has been. It never will. It never was outside of uh, undergraduate law school. And that's it. But they have a media. They have a multi-billion dollar broadcast media infrastructure. That Democrats, well, we just don't have that. And you know why? Because we don't want one. You see, to be a Democrat now is to be weak. Is to follow through with the Michelle Obama. When they aim low, we aim high. No, when they aim low, we punch them in their radiated balls. That's the way it should go. That's the way Democrats should fight back. We have to fight back. The neo-fascist right has waged war, I should say cultural war, against critically thinking sentient beings. Uh, they, what, let's see, they're, they're against trans children, which also opens the door to trans people. And uh, they're against the uh, blacks. They're again, they haven't brought up, the Jews haven't been brought up yet, but uh, they're, they're gonna be on the list because there's a lot of Sonda Commando Jews that are, are believe it or not, Trumpers and uh, self-hating uh, neo-fascists like Stephen Miller. They hate the fact that they're Jewish, just like the uh, black Republicans. Uh, they hate themselves because they're black. I don't want to mention Clarence Thomas by name. And I, for one, would like to know, regarding the Republic scum Jews, what direction do you think they're taking this country? They want to teach prayer in schools. They're not talking about a brucha. They're talking about Christianity. They want to make this one godly Christian nation. And as a Republican Judy, are you really you're okay with that? Because they're going to eliminate all other religions. They're they're already trying, starting with the Muslims. Or is it Muslim? Or is it Muslim? It's one of those. And where do you think they want to go with it? First, you have to ban the books. Then you have to ban the Torah, like, like, like they did in the uh, early 40s in Germany. How far are you willing to let them go with this? So anything they could do to make life miserable for their people, well, that's what they'll do. And that'll show them a thing or two. I guess, I don't know what the logic is behind it, outside of what seems to me uh, that the, they are waging war against minorities and people they don't agree with, and people that they're afraid of. And you know what they're trying to inject into our cultural lexicon? Anybody that they're afraid of, that they don't understand, that they want to vilify, anybody, anybody, even sitting senators, sitting congresspeople, it doesn't matter who, if, if they don't fit into their QAnon frame of mind, well then, you're a pedophile. Anybody they don't like is a pedophile. And of, and of course, it's always projectionism. Now, isn't it? Hey, fun fact. Here, here's something you can play on uh, your Republican, uh, I don't know if you call it a friend or not. <laughs> when they say, oh, well, you know what? He or she or all trans people or all gay people, they're pedophiles. Whenever you hear that, come back with two words. Denny Hastert, the longest-serving Republican Speaker of the House. Denny Hastert. And their pushback will be, well, that's different. That's not the same thing. Just go back to, just say right back at them. Denny Hastert. Mark Foley. And to a lesser extent, Jim Jordan, whose B.O. you can smell in any part of the country. I say less, lesser extent because he didn't engage in it. He just watched. The stunning political scandal that is rocking Capitol Hill. Republican Congressman Mark Foley abruptly resigned Friday after questionable emails he sent to a teenage boy. Dennis Hastert convicted of a financial crime, part of a scheme to mask something more egregious, his molestation of children. Hush money used to pay a man who says Hastert sexually abused him 
when he was 14 years old. There are now five former Ohio State wrestlers accusing Republican Congressman Jim Jordan of knowing about a team doctor's alleged sexual misconduct. 43 men who say they were sexually assaulted, abused, molested, or harassed by Dr. Richard Strauss. George Nader. His criminal history included multiple convictions for child pornography and child molestation. This morning, a judge sentenced Ralph Shorty to 15 years in prison. Police caught Shorty in a hotel room with a then 17-year-old boy. Roy more defiant as more accusers step forward, alleging sexual misconduct. This is the shopping mall where some say it was common knowledge and not a big secret that Roy Moore would flirt with teenage girls when he was in his 30s. One accuser says that Moore initiated a sexual encounter back in 1979 when she was just 14 years old. The new charges against Joel Greenberg. Sex trafficking of a minor and stalking a political opponent. Order Republican Congressman Matt Gates allegedly having a sexual relationship with a 17-year-old girl. Investigators examining whether he, quote, violated federal sex trafficking laws. Geelan Maxwell is accused of helping Epstein sexually abuse underage girls. I've met her numerous times over the years, especially since I lived in Palm Beach, and I guess they lived in Palm Beach. Uh, but I wish her well. They're waging war again, and they're, they're waging war against women. Now, the gay community, they wield a lot of power. They can fight back. The, the trans part of the gay community, we're the most vulnerable, and we're going to get the, the brunt of it. And the only hope we have of uh, any kind of defense would be like we had in 2015 when major corporations stepped up in our defense. But women? This is a war against women. They want to take your rights away. They want to take your abortion away. They want to legislate your bodies. It's a war against women. And if anybody can win that war, it's women. Don't piss them off. The women, forget about the... The Jews, the women already are getting thrown under the bus. They're going to lose all of their rights, starting with uh, Roe. But then, uh, <laughs> you know, women have only had the right to vote since 1920. But they're rolling the clock back so far that uh, something tells me they're going to head that direction, too. And that's why I say, right here and now, because no one else is, I say women should have what I would call a genital strike. It's another way of saying general strike. But a genital strike would be no more sex for you, no more sex for him, no more sex for, for anybody, no more business. You walk out of your workplace, I know you're going to lose money, and you could lose your job. But what, what would you rather do? Lose your job, lose a few dollars, or lose your rights for the rest of your life? All women should walk out of the workplace or shut, if they own a business, shut it down. Strangle the economy like Greg Abbott tried to do. Strangle the economy. Make your point in the most vehement sense. Or as Trump would say, make it stronger. Many people say. He still <laughs> He has the same script. Many people say. Many, many, many people say. I don't, I don't like these headphones. I got new headphones. They're Tascams. They blow. Sound like I'm in a cardboard box. I wish I had my old Radio Shack Optimus headphones. I know it sounds silly, Radio Shack, but those headphones were great. That's what I mixed all of my music and all of my bits with, those headphones. They just wore out. They just collapsed and fell apart. So I tried to get, I thought, Tascam, well, they are a good quality name. Not anymore. Anyway, I'm getting off track. I just don't like the way I sound. But women should just walk off the job, shut their businesses down, and just tell everybody to cox a hoist until these laws are reversed. I mean, you could protest. Okay, you run into two problems here. If, if you protest in the street in this state, and I'm not, I think maybe Texas too, you run the risk of getting run over by Tiger Woods or... Some of these anti-freedom of speech laws say that if you're protesting, they equate it with rioting. So you know what? Just shelve the street protests. They don't watch it. Any we watch the protests. They don't watch the protests. It has no impact whatsoever. And you could have like, you know, when Trump first got elected, will we have the five million women march? 
which I participated in down in Miami. The last time I drove down there, well, I didn't drive. That's why I went. Everybody turned out. It was uh, amazing. And I have pictures from the event, especially in Florida. We had a, a, a couple of million women protesting in Miami and, and some in Broward. Well, Broward, you know, you got to get up. But that was 20, I think, January 2017. Did it have an impact? No. Did it do anything? Uh, no. Because that's the only way Democrats have of messaging. That's it. Or uh, either protests on the street or door hangers. Boo, we have a little door hanger. Here's a little door hanger for you. That's what Democrats do. We can no longer afford to be polite. We can no longer afford to be bipartisan. Let's reach a hand across the aisle for a reach around that'll reach back to us. Oh, God, what, what is it with the partisan thing? They're bulldozing over us. If you expect to get win any seats in these upcoming midterms, if you expect to win uh, any seats, you're going to have to fire back. You're going to have to drop a pair, and that includes the women candidates, too. You're going to have to have some, oh, I don't know, what do they call it? Courage? Courage. Because that's the only way they back down is when you fight back. They will back down. But they, they're running over us like, like a bulldozer. They're just demolishing us like an old building. And we're letting it happen. We're letting it happen. We do nothing. We do not. Oh, we nuance. We carefully weigh our words. Oh, we do all that. But, but we don't do anything to fight back. And they're tearing us an ass. And we're going to lose the midterms. And how's those nuancing and carefully parsed words and little door hangers? How's that paying off right now? How effective is that? And we have a, a Democratic Party here that does not believe in communications whatsoever. So we can't get any kind of messaging. Oh, the messages we get out are complex, convoluted. Uh, you know, what is it? Defund the police. That was a smart one. Hey, I got an idea. Let's say defund the police. <laughs> hey. Everybody's smartest kid in the class, you know? But nothing's researched. Nothing's tested. They just throw it out there without thought. Without concern, maybe this would have the uh, unwanted consequences. No, that, that's how our messaging system works. They just throw out the, whatever comes out their ass. And then it comes back to just pummel us. We have no effective messaging. And uh, these old uh, Republic scum, they only operate on what they see on TV and what they hear on the radio and bumper stickers. That's the only thing they know. We could do that quite easily. But you know what that would cost? Money. And we think our funding would be better placed with candidates we support. Yeah. Okay. Well, you're not even doing that with the uh, Florida goober notorial race. Right, DGA? Democratic Governors Association, right? Do. DeSantis has too much money for us. That's what they said. Have, have, have you written a check to either Charlie Crist or Nikki Freed? I haven't heard about it if you did. You know why? Because I think you didn't. Why? Because DeSantis has uh, over $100 million already in his war chest, and you figure, well, he's got so much money, why bother? <laughs> That's an actual quote from the prestigious Democratic Governors Association. But if the Democrats don't understand the power of the media, if they don't get it, uh, all you have to do is look over at Russia and look at how Putin is manipulating his population over there. They are, but for the most part, and, 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 and mainly old, old Russians, they're locked into whatever the narrative is. Whatever narrative he puts out there or his... Uh, truth ministry puts out there, they're locked in. You can't talk to them. You can't convince them. There's uh, reports of their kids, uh, their extended families, or what, what have you, trying to tell them that we're getting killed out here in Ukraine, and they don't believe them. 
because nothing's more true than what comes out of your television set. How does that sound for, for the human race right now? Nothing has more truth in it than what you watch on TV. I watched it on TV. That's right. Because these old people, their, <laughs> their brain cells are pretty much gone. And that's who Fox News caters to. They cater to the old, old geezers, the ones that uh, live in the villages. Their brains, are, they're weak. They're weak people. And Fox makes them feel strong. Radiate your balls to be a man again. <laughs> Can you imagine that going on in the villages? They got balls that are hanging like an old basset hound there. If they, have any, if they weren't removed already for a testicular cancer or uh, some other thing. <laughs> the old men, I'm going to radiate my balls. That's what I'm going to do. Because I saw it on Tucker Carlson. He wouldn't lie to me. He's on television. I no. watched it on TV. Yeah. If you see it on TV, it's got to be factually true, right? Even cartoons. Based on fact and reality. To these old geezers with their jet-powered walkers and their coffee coupons in, 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 uh, in the villages. The villages. I keep focusing on it. We got our share of retirement villages down in South Florida. And I would say the retirement villages down here, oh, let's see, Kings Point, the uh, over 55 adult congregate communities, uh, Century Village. Uh, but I'd say it's 60-40 Democrat. They, they vote down here, down below the Palm Beach County line. But up there, up in that three-county area, which consists of rednecks and... Retired old Nazis, 150,000 of them, that consistently vote bright, shiny red. And in several cases, they vote twice. But that's okay if they're white and Republican. Why? Because that's what they're told to do on the television. And, believe it or not, my Democratic colleagues and my Democratic friends out there, yes, they listen to it on the radio. Well, nobody listens to the radio anymore. You know, you're out of your mind. If you say that, you're confessing how ignorant you are. Yes, they do listen to the radio. When they're not at home and they're in the car, it's either AM or Sirius. And depending on what area you're in, some, some FMs. Because, much to, much to the Democrats' surprise, like, well, technology is so far advanced now. Nobody's going to take the time to hear an AM band radio station. No! Well, they do. And not only do they listen, but they're in it. Not the old ones, because they're still using a rotary phone. But the, the younger neo-fascists, they not only listen, but they interact with the radio station, which is a brilliant thing to do. And they were far ahead of the game with this. They started this 20 years ago, because they knew which direction radio broadcasting was going to take. And they also knew... That people weren't going to just sit there and listen to the AM radio when you got FM and you got satellite and all that. So what do you do? What's the next step? You take it to the higher level and you make it interactive online. So at no point do you think you're ever listening to an AM radio station outside of maybe your truck or your car. And up there, there's nothing but, and down here too, there's nothing but pro-Putin talking points. Inundated 24-7. All the time, as Ann Bishop would say. And I'm getting these reports about, well, during the day, Fox News is like a real news... But what, what, what do you have to, like, qualify it? It's so bad you have to say it's like a real news channel. <laughs> Sometimes I say that about MSNBC or CNN. It's, it's, it's like a real news channel. And when I say that, it's usually because... They're talking to their field reporters in Ukraine. That is real news. And the reports I'm getting is Fox is doing the same thing during the day, but at nighttime, they, <laughs> it's like Putin is a genius. And let me tell you why. They love it. They love the fact that they're going to be banning and burning books, math books. By the way, they never pointed out exactly what they were talking about with math books. They're saying it has critical race theory, but <clears throat> if you ask me, 
it's just math, and they don't like that either. They want to dumb down the kids because the dumber the generation is, the more Republicans they're likely to vote for. And it works. It started with Reagan, with Bill Bennett. Dumb the generation down enough where more Republicans will get elected. Which, really, they don't have to worry about that anymore now, do they? Since they can just overturn the election now. Without any uh, pushback. No pushback at all from the Democratic Party. Democratic Party, be like, go ahead. Oh, that's fine. Oh, go ahead. Oh, we're fine. That's the Democratic Party. You want to overturn the uh, Democratic vote for uh, 2022 for the midterms? Okay. We have no Department of Justice. Sadly, it, it's true, we don't have any. I'm going to get back to that in a moment. I just want to finish up about this uh, Fox News thing. There's still not news. I don't care how many field reporters they put out there. If they're going to discredit everything they're reporting from 6 to 11 at night, what's the point of watching Fox News? I guess the only point of watching Fox News is you could poop your diaper while you're watching it, or you can have your... Um, disposable catheter inserted while you're watching it. Really, that's the only purpose it serves. For the old, decrepit, crippled, mentally deficient old geezers like you have up in the north part of the state. The ones who think as if, you know, if I tan my balls, that's what Tucker Carlson said. And it was all over. You've heard about that. I'm just surprised Tucker had any balls to tan. All this time, I thought he was just smooth down there. I mean, he was always just a little sissy boy. And remember on uh, Crossfire with the boat tied that would spin and squirt water. He's a Bond baby, heir to the Swanson Frozen Foods fortune. He's really a, a worthless little squirt. And uh, so now he's advising his viewers, his, his male viewers, to tan their balls. What he should be advising is that they should at least shave their balls. Hey, memo to men out there. <clears throat> Girls don't like it when you don't shave down there. But then again, the Republic scum, they're against anything that has to do with cleanliness or good hygiene. They like to live in filth, and that's why they're happy that they celebrated that that Federation Society judge got rid of the mask mandate. Sure, COVID's all gone. It's a Democrat hoax. Except for the million people that already died. Including some of their favorite talk show hosts. Yeah, buddy! News host Tucker Carlson is releasing a documentary about the collapse of testosterone levels in men. In it, a number of solutions are proposed, including testicle tanning. Half the viewers right now are like, what? That's testicle tanning? That's crazy. But my view is, okay, testosterone levels crash and nobody says anything about it. That's crazy. So why is it crazy to seek solutions? Are you a man worried about declining testosterone levels? Introducing the Tucker Testicle Tanner, the perfect way to rejuice your Carlson's. Here's how it works. Simply lower your pale testicles into the scientifically designed receptacle tray. Choose your setting, manly, brawny, or pizza bagel. Lower the plunger and then relax as the heating coils do the work. In the off chance your testicles become lodged, use our specially designed attachment to pry them out. Does it work? Just look at the results. So turn those testicles into testicles with the Tucker Testicle Tanner today. And if you'd like your testicles slowly simmered, try the Tucker Crotch Pot. Just for fun. The Brit Summer Show. Too much. A little bit of pain. We'll paint my balls with colors to display. A little bit of pain. Balls hang down this way On each of my nuts I'd like to taste A happy little yellow face A little bit of paint Will make your balls Look better this way You take a brush And you swing it on your nuts As you very gently touch And dab away You can festoon And dress up your bagagool 
Just to tickle and amuse in place on your lover's I face. Balls with colors to display a little bit of paint. Looks better when my balls hang down this way. Some guys paint their toes or their nails, but this will open up their eyes without fail. A little bit of paint will make your balls look better this way. Yeah, you're listening to the Brit Summer Show when it comes to. Testicular Yuma. Well, he'd come to the right place. But I, I'm not done with that genital wart in Tallahassee. He looks like a, a genital wart. He wants to uh, eliminate gays. If he had his chance, <laughs> you know something? We're going to find things out in the future, not anytime soon. But this Putin, he, he's got these uh, filtration camps, is what they're calling him. When was the last time you heard filtration camp? They weren't called that. They were called concentration camp. Well, these are called filtration camps. They are abducting, hijacking Ukrainians and, and uh, bringing them into Russia and depositing them in these filtration camps. Because <laughs> during World War II, uh, like the first few years of it, when we were involved with World War II in the European campaign, we didn't know about the concentrate, we heard about them. I mean, uh, word got back to the states that they had concentration camps, but it wasn't until Ike's troops discovered them and then the horrors that they were committing against the Jewish and gay population. We didn't know that at first. It was damn well confirmed by the end of the war. And the reason I bring that up is because this is what Governor Genital Wart wants to do. He's about as high as a genital wart, too. I'm certain down the road, it's what he wants to do. He wants to take the gays, whether they're children or adults, whether they're trans or not. He wants to have a gay camp like they have in Chechnya, which nobody talks about. And he wants a camp for, and probably he wants to bring slavery back in Florida. And you know something? If, if this Republic scum legislature, if, if they have these bills uh, drafted by a Hillcrest College or, or uh, what is it, uh, in Orlando, the Liberty Council. They have these nice, beautiful-sounding names. Like the, the uh, what is it, the American Accountability Foundation. Yes! Which is a website that specializes in slander against anything related to the Democratic Party, including all of Biden's uh, nominees for whatever. The judicial, Defense Department, doesn't matter. It is an attack site that makes things up and pretty much gets away with it. But I'm not an attorney, and I don't play one on TV. But if you ask me, and my name was listed on their website with slanderous lies, it seems to me it would be time to Alex Jonesum, if you know what I'm saying. Take him to court, sue him for more money than they even would imagine ever having in their lives, and take the site down. Because... Even though it's the right to free speech, and they can say anything they want, and, blah, 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 and you can't say anything you want if it's slanderous. And that's what they're in business to do, to slander. Maybe, maybe they could take it up with the uh, Department of Justice. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go to my grave saying, and I'm not the only one, the reason Trump got into office is because of the 24-7 non-stop coverage that all of the TV networks gave him constantly and you know they're giving him they're giving more uh, airtime to that inbred mongoloid uh, marjorie six toe gangrene anybody that brings eyes to the tv set and, and and this is all the networks anything that can sell goods and services or pharmaceuticals anything that the sponsors will see the numbers go up on they'll put them on there green and bobert and gets and uh, getchke and the whole lot of them shouldn't be on the air, shouldn't get any airtime. Now, naturally, they've got Fox to, for, for a safe place to be. Let them have that. Well, nobody else, okay? What I'm leading up to is, and, and I already brought it up about the media, they don't care. None of them care about democracy. They're watching it be erased in Ukraine, but at the same time, they don't care about democracy here at all 
at all. Apparently, Merrick Garland knew he doesn't care enough to save democracy. And what I mean by that is, if he doesn't start throwing some of these planners, not the small fries, the planners, the people at the top, from Trump on down, including Kushner, the best friend the Saudi Arabians ever had. Talk about your Sonder Commando. Kushner is a prime example. If he doesn't start prosecuting them, if he doesn't start prosecuting even... What happened to the uh, fraudulent electors? What happened to that? That disappeared. If Judy Garland doesn't prosecute or jail some of these perpetrators of the worst insurrection this country has ever experienced, well, since what, War 1712 or whatever it is, or 1812 or doesn't matter now, thing is, it happened now, and it was actually a rehearsal for another coup to happen down the road, only because this jellyfish, uh, nebbish, refuses to prosecute the big players. Oh, yeah, I got excited when he brought in the uh, Boogaloo boys or the Booger Picker boys or whatever they were, but then he stopped. And that was it. Well, the wheels of justice turn slowly. We don't have time for that, Merrick. What's going on with the Justice Department? Lots of things we'd like to know. What's going on with the Matt Gates prosecution in Palm Beach? Nothing. What, did it stop? Did it stop like uh, New York City AG? Alvin! Bragg stopped investigating. Tr- oh, yeah, he went I did that interview on television saying, well, yeah, yeah, we're still doing it. Yeah, we're doing it. Yeah, sure we are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are they still going to prosecute Trump? No. No, they are not. Why? Well, let's see. Because... Alvin! Bragg is dirty. And one of these days, we're going to find out just how dirty he is. And what's happening to the... Uh, didn't they have a grand jury in Atlanta about the Trump phone call? What's going on with that? Anybody? Nothing? You know, they let these four terrorists that uh, threatened to kidnap and kill Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer. Oh, remember that? About a year and a half ago. It was a test run for the insurrection to see if they could get away with it. And what do you know? They can get away with it. They let all four of these terrorists go. They all went home as if nothing happened. We have no Justice Department. We have no prosecutorial power we we, we're just letting it all happen mark my words now if something doesn't change immediately very soon we're going to lose our democracy why because these authoritarian fascists are all going to get into office after the midterms and after that they're going to have this uh, circus of uh, uh, impeachment for biden they already they're forecasting what they're going to do and if you think these, uh, like the Florida state laws, uh, banning abortion, uh, banning gays, banning history, burning books, if you think that just, oh, that's isolated in only a certain amount of states, it's going to be the intent, it's going to be federal law. And they've already got the Supreme Court in place to do it. Nice as it is to have Katanji Brown Jackson in there, still not a majority, folks. That's right, I said folks. I hate that word. But it's not a majority. We're screwed as a democracy. Because they're liking what Putin's doing. That's the new Republican Party. They are Putin pinkos. Oh, you shouldn't say, you got to walk that back. You shouldn't say that. You're a Democrat after all. We're liberals and we're very kind and we have to be nice and, uh, and, and get our face punched in. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Sick of it. And another thing, if there's another Trump or anybody even worse, if it's imaginably possible that there could be somebody worse than him, CBS is all for it. Who did they hire as a political contributor? (laughs) Nick Mulvaney. And I, I don't know how many millions they're paying Nick Mulvaney. There's a guy. Talk about a golden parachute. He belongs in jail. But instead, CBS is writing him, and it's not CBS anymore. And I, I got it. I'm, 
I yield in enormous respect for Stephen Colbert for calling CBS out on that. That took guts. That took, you hear this, Carlson? Radiated balls to go after his own company. Good for you, Stephen. Staying in the, uh, the world of media, you know I'm a company man. I love CBS, our parent company, Paramount, and its parent company, probably a defense contractor that makes boner pills. <laughs> There's no way of knowing. But I recently heard some office hot goss that has rocked my socks off. And I'll tell you all the deets in my first running segment, the CBS water cooler. Okay, who here is watching SWAT? We all are, Gluggy. <laughs> Recently, my network has gotten a lot of criticism, much of it from itself, because CBS News has hired the ex-president's former chief of staff, Mick Mulvaney, to, quote, provide political analysis across the network's broadcasts and platforms. For more, we go to The Late Show's own media analyst, Stephen Colbert. Stephen, your thoughts? What the f***? Back to you, Steve. (laughs) Thanks, Stephen. I, for one, can't wait to hear Mulvaney's trenchant and objective political analysis, considering that back in 2020, he suggested that coronavirus was the media hoax of the day. And after his boss extorted Zelensky for dirt on the Bidens, he said, get over it. And just days after the election, he announced, if he loses, the former president will concede gracefully, adding, he'll fight hard to make sure the results are fair, and in the end, he'll accept the result, whatever it is. Is Mick Mulvaney psychic? Get this man to Vegas. He's Nostra dumbass. So, obviously... (laughs) So, obviously, I'm just joking. But why would the Tiffany Network's venerable news division put this craven toady to a tyrant on their payroll? According to leaked audio, one exec said they wanted to make sure that we are getting access to both sides of the aisle is a priority because we know the Republicans are going to take over most likely in the midterms. That's right. They're not just reporting the news anymore. They're predicting it now. And reworking our programming in the hopes of cozying up to the GOP. So get ready for our new spring lineup, Young Q Shaman, (laughs) Bob Restricts the Reproductive Rights of Abishola, and Blue Bloods. Hey, you're listening to The Brits on the show. Whoa, that segment went long. (laughs) I'm going to have to get out the uh, scissors, scotch tape, and uh, chainsaw to edit this show down for air. (laughs) At least I didn't curse. That saves me a lot of time. But everybody parked under the tower. I'll see you again here next week on 95.3. 1970 1470 WWNN. This is the WWN Network. WWNN. Want to do your part for democracy? Be a volunteer driver for Rideshare to Vote. Rideshare to Vote is looking for volunteer frontline drivers. You'll be trained in all aspects of voter rides, basic voting laws, special COVID-19 precautions, and the use of our phone app. To find out more, download the Rideshare to Vote mobile app or call 888-977-2250 for more information. That's one word, rideshare2vote.com. Hi, I'm Tony Stewart. Before I became a professional NASCAR driver, I used to sound like this. Hi, I'm Tony Stewart. Driving at 200 miles an hour can cause testicular shrinkage. That's why I use Dr. Weiner's testicular magnets. These specially designed magnets are placed between your legs to prevent shrinkage of scrotum tissue and are guaranteed to work as long as you stay away from metal objects. Dr. Weiner's testicular magnets. Nine out of ten dentists agree. They hug you, they hold you, they never let you go. Have fun! Good times where the action is. It's the Brit Summers Show. Hi, Vay.
shining minus with a big track till do remove my cubic hair. I'm shaving my nuts, squat on a mirror to view my hairy sagging pair. My girlfriend wants me to have no hair. She wants some smooth and clean when she's down there. If I wanna get some, I've gotta shave my nuts. I'm shaving my nuts like a squirrel. She holds them in a place that's moist. I'm shaving my nuts, cause she can get real cold, so I really have no choice. If I wanna get laid, bye bye girl, I have to pave her way through the head for her tongue to swell. If I wanna get some, I've gotta shave my nuts. Hey, you're listening to the Brit Summer Show on Sky Hawk Radio. iTunes, FYI Nation, TuneIn, Stitcher, Patreon, SoFlo Channel. Hey, cast and radio pubic. I'm not done with the. I still have more to go, but I'm running out of time. But before I continue, I want to thank everybody for contributing, and your donations are deeply appreciated, and they've been coming in a lot. And thank you very much. Uh, I'm not that cheery this week enough to do happy things, because with what's happening in this state, it's just. Uh, we have a, he, he's a maniacal little dick, Tater, this guy. But, and, and he thinks he's king of the world. It's just Florida, you little short shit. Now he wants to control Twitter. He's upset about Elon Musk <laughs> with Twitter. Oh, it's just, anyway, I want to thank my uh, underwriter and special sponsor of this program, Ernie. We thank you. Ernie, you're a breath of fresh air for this child. Thank you. So now this guy is going after Disney, and far be it from me ever to rise in defense of the Disney Corporation. Oh, no. But in this case, I have to say, because I I can't stand Disney. Uh, I mean, outside of the Beatles documentary, which was phenomenal, but what choice did I have? But, oh, God, I can't stand Disney. And their cartoons, here's some about Disney cartoons. They were never funny. Ever. They were not, how shall I put this? Funny. Warner Brothers, yeah. Still have me in stitches. Not Disney cartoons. Not funny. No. But here's the thing. In 1966, well, six, earlier than that, it had to be 64 or 5, because he died in 66, Walt came to Florida when Orlando was nothing more than a large orange grove, which is kind of interesting because uh, if you buy an orange in Florida, it's usually from California or South America. If you want a fresh Florida orange, you have to go to California or New York. Don't have them in the stores here. But anyway, there's nothing there but orange groves. It was just... Swamp and vacant land and, and, and orange groves. That was it in the mid-60s. So Walt cut a deal with the Florida government at the time. He, he, and, and that part was true. He was going to bring millions of dollars into the state. And he was going to have thousands of uh, jobs created in this state. And then to agree to that, he wanted full control of the, of the land that he was going to put the parks on. Uh, and, and, and that agreement was that it would be totally self-sufficient, all on its own, with its own power grid, with its own sewage company, totally separate from anything to have to do with Florida. It was its own special district, a sovereign state. And it has been since 19, well, they, they opened in 1971. And ever since then, it has been that way. And by the way, the electrical company that they use is called Reedy Creek Electric. I don't know what they call the uh, water company. But it's all Disney-owned, every bit of it, and has been for the last 50, 60 years. Did I say uh, they opened in 71? It could have been 72. But you know who else in Florida has privileged status uh, as its own private district, its own government 
its own electric, its own water. You know who else has that privilege here? Why, it's none other than the villages. Yeah. But no one there is going to say anything to upset uh, Governor uh, General Wart. No. No, because they vote solid blood red, and in several cases, <laughs> a number of times. They vote twice or three times or five, 50 times for their favorite Republican candidate. And, uh, well, as far as our Justice Department is concerned, that's okay. Don't want to look partisan. <laughs> and now, little dictator DeSantis, he <laughs> He's threatening them because they said something against his anti-gay policies. Okay, this little motherfucker is such an authoritarian little shit. He's going after Disney. Now, Disney can crush him like a little bug. Disney's one of the largest corporations in the world. If they pull up roots in Florida, this state would just deflate and fall into the ocean. Because Central Florida, their entire economy depends on Disney World. But yeah, he, he's going to give them a hard time. He's giving Twitter a hard time because he's the little dictator. He's the little god of Florida. He's, he's not the G-O-V. He's the G-O-D. He's the god of Florida. That little short squat little fuck. And no, this is not going on the air. And you better not speak out against him because he will punish you. That's how they're operating now because they're unrestrained. If you speak out in opposition to DeSantis or any Republican and their lack of policies, you will be punished. Now, I don't tweet. I, I just, Once a week, I, I post a link to my show when it drops. That's it. Other than that, I stay far away from Twitter because uh, I'm not into agita. I'm not into... Uh, Acid indigestion. I don't like arguing with people, which all Twitter is, is a worldwide, international, global argument. And I don't want to get involved in any arguments. And that's all Twitter is to me. Now, if he starts bitching about Twitter, I might go on there now. I might just do something on Twitter. And I suggest everybody else does just to tear that little fucker down. Because let me tell you something else. If you hear people, anybody say, Oh, thank God for DeSantis. Oh, he's doing such a wonderful job. Those pinkos are part of the 27 to 35%. Now, the reason I say 27 to 35% is because the numbers are all in between. They're, they're all different all the time. But it's never higher than 35% of the American public, uh, the, the American voters. It's a very small segment of the population. Okay, let's give it the benefit of the doubt. There's 35% of re republic scum that hates democracy and loves Putin. Let, let's give them the benefit of the doubt that there's 35% of them. Here's the problem. Here's, and this is what I wanted to say earlier, and I forgot. Here, the, the Democrats, they don't understand this part of the logic. And I'm giving them up. I, I prefer 27%. I think it's a lot smaller. But okay, let's say 35% of the population of this country are Republican. Trump worshiping, uh, DeSantis uh, worshiping Republican. Let's, let's say it's 35%. When it comes to media, <laughs> we have maybe 10% of the entire media broadcast infrastructure. And I'm including Internet. Maybe 10%. They've got 90%. And I'm extrapolating that number from a, a bunch of various sources because everywhere you go, it's there. Every town you go drive through, it's there. Okay, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. I'll say 80%. 80 to 90% of the broadcast internet infrastructure is owned, owned by Republicum. Democrats have, you know, 10%. Well, we got MSNBC, and we got CNN, and we got, uh, well, that's about it. Nothing on the air on the radio. Well, okay. Hartman, that's it. Randy's on a few stations. Miller's on a few stations. But that's it. That's all. So next time you're uh, scratching your chin and wondering, how can all of this gone so wrong? It's media manipulation. And it's never been so easy.
And, and okay, you, the Democrats will say, well, you're discounting social media, the, the, the power of social media. Yeah, well, we have that too, but we, we don't use it properly. Because to, to, to use online social media properly, you have to use brevity and you have to make it memorable. And, that, and there's not a Democrat alive that is, is capable of doing that, alive anymore. We used to have them. But now everything's, it's not a saying, it's not a slogan, it's an explanation. Do we defend ourselves in the media? Not enough. I've, I've been hearing some people uh, uh, pushing back, uh, not enough. And he's going after Citibank because uh, they're, they're offering to pay the expenses of employees who want to get an abortion in, in states where it is legal, where they still have a functioning democracy. He's going after city. That's none of your goddamn business, you short, squat, little dictator that's shaped like a, a, a genital wart. And for the first time in American history, a governor, just the governor, is redistricting a, a map all by himself to secure seats with just Republicans and totally eliminate all the black voters. Now, is that constitutional? No. Will it be sent to the Supreme, Florida Supreme Court? Yes. And will his uh, hand-selected toadies at the Supreme Court, will they say no? No, of course not. They're going to they're gonna say everything's fine. And then, uh, then what's going to happen? <clears throat> you want to appeal it up to the uh, Supreme Court with the uh, Republican majority? What happened the last time we brought a uh, voting dispute? up into the uh, the Republican-held Supreme Court. What happened in November 2000? It's a loss all the way around. Unless we rise up and fight and grow a big pair of radiated balls. And you know, the thing is, they're talking and wishing that they had uh, big radiated balls. We do, but we don't use them. Because it wouldn't look nice. We have to be nice. We can't raise our voices. boo 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 Eep, beep, 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 beep. We're Democrats and we're scared. We have to be nice. Oh. I just had to get that off my ample chest now, Bo, because I got a lot more to say, but I'm running out of time on this show. After a long day on the golf course, dressed gaily in colors so bright it would embarrass a circus clown, you need to reaffirm your manhood with a good slice. Nothing improves your game more than nice, clean, shiny balls. Yes, sir, this dandy little machine washes your balls spick and span. And it's small enough to carry around in your checkered pants. And it gives your balls a licking that'll improve your swing. The Amalgamated Golf Ball Washer. Mention my name when you buy one, and you'll get it for the uh, regular price. With Boca Brittany. I'm gonna cut my ball so I can have sex with you. Cut my ball so I can have sex with you. I'm gonna cut my ball so I can have safe sex with you. I'm gonna. Cut my balls for a no-stress, trouble-free screw. I wanna bang every gal in town. Not your average cleaner clown. I'm gonna cut my balls so I can have sex with you. Now I'll be free to leave without the fear of pregnancy. Such entrapments will stop. Once that I hit chop, I'm gonna cut my balls Cause I hear the pain ain't that bad You gotta wait is all and wear a feminine pad Don't care if it makes my voice real high I'm gonna Cut my balls so I can have sex with you. Cut my balls so I can have sex with you. Ouchie, 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 I had to regurgitate it upon you. And thanks for staying tuned and holding my hair for it. 
Uh, oh, oh, yeah, and there's going to be more next week. I'm not, I'm not even near finished. And did I curse? Yeah, a oh, second half. That won't be on the air. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'll be back here again next week. And until then, this is Bert Summers saying, you still want to move to Florida? <laughs> when the big tournament money's on the line, uh. professional women choose macho tennis ball. Uh. Macho. Uh. We give women the balls to win. <laughs>